Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Growing in Grace. My name is Joel Brzezinski. They call me the Breeze Man. I do this podcast with my good friend Mike Kapler. They called him the Cap, and here we are together for another Growing in Grace. Thanks for uh, coming along, everybody, and Cap, uh, good to be with you again here on Growing in Grace. I'm liking it. I, I just, you, yeah, I, I can't get enough of the good news, Joel. You know that. So these little podcasts we do for about 14 minutes a week, they're, they're a nice outlet for me. And I know a lot of our listeners appreciate them, too. We've had some nice comments. We, we thank you for that. It's a real encouragement to us. But they do a lot for me. And, and you and I have talked about this before, that sometimes even while we're recording, you and I are learning as well. And that's that's just how the Holy Spirit works, you know, because we've talked in the past about we'll we'll listen back to a podcast and we'll just think wait a minute did, did we say that was, was you know that some things that not always but every once in a while something comes out that's just it's just bigger than us and that's what the gospel is yeah it's the holy spirit working in and through us which is you know it's what he does <laughs> it's just what he does yeah and what you know what's great about this is that while i have you know nothing against a church setting and um, you know people meeting together in a church setting people meeting together on a Sunday or whatever you know day they want to as we're sitting here recording it's a Sunday afternoon the thing is there's nothing holy about this particular day some people do think of it as a special or holy day and that's fine and there's when we're talking about a church building there's nothing special or holy about a church building but what really matters is that the people are gathering together and serving and loving one another. And really, what this conversation is, as we do the Growing in Grace podcast, is it's two guys chatting about the grace of God. And you see, you don't have to be in a church in order to learn. You can learn, you can teach, you can share, you can serve and love one another in any type of a setting, wherever you're at. And so that's really what's going on here as we record these Growing Grace podcasts. And nine years into it here, and uh, we are still learning. You know, Cap and I, you know, we, we go back, you know, 20 years really together. Uh, later on this year, we will have, it's, it will have been 20 years since we met. But we've been growing in this thing for a long time, and there's a lot more that we have yet to learn. And you know, you just started a, a podcast, is what you just did. <laughs> I know we were going to go with the other thing, but we might have to wait another week now because you, you got my wheels spinning here with <laughs> well, this stuff. You mind if we cool. roll with it here? That's I cool. Mean, Let's roll. Whatever um, you got. Well, I don't know what I've got, but <laughs> I just, I'm sensing something here because I, I can remember, man, <laughs> I don't know if he listens to us or not, but here goes. Uh, not going to mention any names, of course, but. Uh, a friend of mine many years ago, um, and I, I had come into grace uh, at uh, by this time, uh, So, but it was quite a few years ago, and he, he, he's a single guy, probably getting to be middle-aged at this point in time, and he was telling me about this, this girl he had met, and things were going pretty well, but then he found out some things about her. He wasn't sure how compatible they were because she, she would shop on Sundays. She'd go shopping. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> and so, see, and I, and I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, what do I say to this guy without offending him? You know, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and I don't remember what I said. But the point is well taken in that we, we sometimes get so caught up. Where did this come from? I'll tell you where it came from. It came from the old covenant, the first covenant that the Jewish people were under. It's a carryover uh, variation of an old covenant concept of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday being the Sabbath, right? Which, of course, Saturday was the Sabbath under the old covenant. Some people just think it got changed to Sunday under the new without realizing all of the Sabbath rules that were actually in effect. So we made up our own Sabbath rules, kind of like the rules people make up for Lent leading up to Easter, those are, those are constantly changing too. Like, can you eat meat on Fridays or can you eat meat on any day or, you know, it, it just changes. And so I think you're bringing up some good stuff here, Joel, because this is what religion does to people. It, it, it just wants to bring them into bondage. And some of this is going to lead into uh, what we had planned on talking about which we may get to more next week, I think. But I, I'm going to be looking for a passage of Scripture here, and I know probably which one you're thinking of when I say that. But um, people, you know, you can do all the all the religious stuff you want, but it's, it just glorifies the flesh. Yeah, you know, and really what kind of got me thinking along this lines, even though I hadn't planned on talking about it, was a post that I saw from a friend on Facebook today that, uh, you know, again, like I said, today is is a Sunday, and this post from this person said, well, hey, you know, I'm not going to quote it, but today is another Sabbath day, and I'm excited to go to my father's house and praise and worship him. And, you know, I, I understand where that person's coming from, but where that went in my mind is that, hey, you know, today's not the Sabbath. Like you were saying there, Cap, if, if this, you know, if the, the real Sabbath was Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's the Sabbath day. That's the official Sabbath day under the law. And there were rules and regulations under that under that Sabbath, you know, things that people couldn't do. And uh, then the whole idea of going to my father's house, there's nothing special about a church building. Uh, so like I said, some people do think of it as a special place or a holy place. And uh, perhaps Romans 14 fits into this, where, you know, if somebody is weaker in the faith, you know, don't get down on them for it, accept them, accept them anyway. But the, the truth, I think, still needs to be said, that we, the body of Christ, the people, we the people of the, of the church, we're, we're the house of God. We are a spiritual house. I think it's Peter who said that. It's the members of the body of Christ who are God's house. God resides in us. You don't have to go to a special place in order you know, to say that you're in God's house because you are God's house, and there is no special day. Um, every day is holy. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, you're walking with Christ 100% of the time. And so that's, that's kind of what got me started off on, on that line of thinking anyway. <laughs> well... Yeah, yeah, and even that, I mean, where does that come from? God's house, a church building, when the Bible clearly says that God does not dwell in a place made with human hands. Right. But if you go back to the Old Covenant, which the Jews were under, not the Gentiles, not you and me, Joel, not most of our listeners, um, that, you know, there was this this place referred to as the, the Holy of Holies in the temple, and and there, there was uh, apparently a, a, a presence of the Lord there that was uh, was very special and unique. But 
that was under that covenant. And of course, we know when, when Jesus died, how the, the curtain, the veil that separated God and man in that temple was, was torn in two. Uh, and it was a very thick curtain, too, not like what you have in your living room, probably. It was, you know, uh, perhaps around a foot thick or so. Anyway, all of that to say, this, this the religious stuff that just brings bondage to people is, is ridiculous. Now, I'm looking in Colossians here. Let's see. Let no one judge you in food or drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. I've never had anybody judge me about a new moon before, but um, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. I was, I was, I was thinking <laughs> stuff, but I wasn't going to say it either. It's taking me back to my high school days. <laughs> I was thinking college days, but you can high school, college, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> never mind that new moon stuff. But don't let anybody judge you with with that. Um, let let no one cheat you of your reward taking delight. What do they do? They take delight in false humility and the worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, um, not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body is nourished and knit together. goes on down here to say, therefore, you, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why as though living in the world do you subject yourselves to regulations? Don't touch, don't taste, don't handle. All of these concerns which perish with the using according to the commandments and doctrines of men, these things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, hmm. false humility, and neglect of the body, but are of no value, zero value, against the indulgence of the flesh. This is what drives legalists crazy. Because there's this, and again, I know this is going to be leading into more of what we intended on talking about here, Joel. But uh, legalists, uh, they just when you when you when you start talking about freedom, they just get themselves all knotted up <laughs> because there's just mm-hmm. something wrong about that. There's just something wrong about freedom. There's got to be more to it. It's always what must I do? I'll do anything. Remember the Philippian jailer. After the Lord opened up the doors and, and Paul and the guys just were free to go, and he realized, oh, man, I'm, I'm toast. I mean, they're, they're going to kill me because these guys are getting away. So he runs over to him and he gets on his knees and he says, what must I do? I'll do anything. I'll, I'll work the youth group. I, I'll work mm-hmm. the nursery. I, I, what do I have to do? I'll do anything to be saved. And that, that's just a, a natural instinct, a, res, a, a response but it's, it's, it's a fleshly one. And their answer was a spiritual one. Just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. And if your household does the same thing, they will too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's what you're talking about there. The whole religious, you know, the, the, the religious flesh, so to speak, wants to have something to do in order to be acceptable to God, uh, in order to consider themselves... Um, in order to identify with God or whatever, when really what has happened is that it's not that there's something that we have to do. It's not that there's a place that we have to go in order to be spiritual, because the truth is, and I found, you know, I was talking about, you know, Peter, like this goes along with what you were talking about too, Cap, in in a sense. You know, he, he talked about who... He said, you also 
as living stones. He, he talked about how, you know, Jesus Christ had been rejected and how a lot of times we, we're rejected. But you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood. That's who we are in Christ. You know, there's not a building that is God's house. There's not a bunch of religious things that we can do in order to be God's house or in order to be spiritual or in in order to be accepted by God. It's just who we are. That's who God has made us to be. And so I think this does indeed lead to, you know, what we had planned on talking about today. But um, as a listener, you can you can you just got a good glimpse into uh, how Cap and I work here. T- totally winged this episode of Growing a Grace. And that's a lot. Of, that's really what a lot of our episodes are like because we might have an idea of what we want to talk about, but um, we end up just kind of just casually talking about whatever it is that's on our hearts and. Uh, we didn't prepare for this particular one, but there you have it. But next week, get your Bibles out and turn to Galatians 2.20, and we're going to be talking about uh, some more of this stuff that we just kind of were leading up to here today, uh, that it's not about what we do, it's not about where we go, but there is, uh, there is an exchange that has taken place. We're going to be talking about that next week on Growing in Grace at growingandgrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.